government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit kirkelliotphd.com. Hi there, I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood with the Functional Medical Institute, a clinic I founded in early 2012 where we treat patients from around the world. Since you're here, you're probably wondering about your health or the health of a loved one. Or maybe about your future health. How do you want that to look, feel, and function in 10 years and beyond? In our upcoming webinar, we're going to talk about the wonders of the human body, a truly amazing machine, blood tests, and DNA, your hormones. Everybody talks about hormones, but do you really understand them? You will. And you'll have an opportunity to ask questions in a live chat and schedule a consultation at a big discount. Our goal is to empower you to take control of your health through education, state-of-the-art diagnostic testing, and a personalized lifestyle plan, including nutrition and exercise tailored to your unique needs. Our view of your health is prevention and healing the root cause rather than symptom-based treatment. And we treat the whole person because you are a heart, a mind, and a body. Are you looking for more energy, improved sleep, excess weight loss, and increased strength? Our approach is probably unlike anything you've experienced in what we call the sick care system. We work to build on what's right with you to see positive change with what's wrong with you. The truth is there's a lot of hope for both you and your future. A webinar can be a starting line to a transformed life. Just click below to sign up. It just takes a few seconds. Hope you'll join us for one of the two upcoming webinars. Well, good afternoon, everybody. So great to see you here again. Thank you for joining us today. You've joined us for Wellness Wisdom. You know, we're seeing a rise in anger and in violence, um, in just a lot of crazy, irrational behavior. And we're going to talk about that and more today with Dr. Mark Sherwood. You've joined us for our weekly Wellness Wisdom Today is Friday, November 10th. I'm Tanya Joy, and this is The Tanya Joy Show. We will be right back. Okay, well, we weren't shocked. Now, welcome back to the show. You as well. I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we have such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an jo honor. Joshua, Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 feet. Are you? I am feeling so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because what is prayer? I'm just Jewish, you know what I mean? And I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. <laughs> Me too. And that's who these crazies, these evil ones, 
It is. You said it right. Good job. All right, the Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up, How sometimes I thought... These are glory days and not gloomy days. Like, I love this. Huh? <laughs> I don't know, you know? It, it, it kind of works. It's awesome about the tour. It's people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. Can a shake transform your life? Well, if it helps you invest in your health on a daily basis, the answer is yes. Consistency is key, and there's not a better, simpler way to begin your change. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life. We'll auto-ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is our Wellness Wisdom Show, and Dr. Mark and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, although she doesn't usually come on the show, but she is wonderful, and the two of them run the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have treated thousands of patients with the... uh, you know, virus, had no deaths, everybody recovered and is A-OK. And Dr. Mark also has a very long background as a police veteran. And so we're going to talk about some interesting topics today. He joins us every week and we talk about natural health, wellness, and that covers all areas, which is why today we're going to be talking a little bit more about the violence and the anger and just all these things that we're seeing. So Dr. Mark, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me as always. Happy Friday to you, of course, most of all. Yes, absolutely. This is, you know, I I didn't share a lot about this at the beginning of the show. I've been doing a little bit every now and then with some news topics, but we did see this week, you know, the manifesto released from Audrey Hale, the the shooter uh, that happened in Nashville, of course. And I mean, it's just, we are living in absolute extreme days. We are. And uh, I thought back, to my time in law enforcement, which began in the wee old time of 1989, believe it or not, you know, some of the people listening probably weren't even born, but the bottom line is um, there was violence back then, but it's nothing to the point that it is right now. It has increased steadily over the course of, of, of our lifetimes, Tanya, of course. And we, 
we all are looking for the answers that in, in that direction to stop it or slow it down at least. And, and so far, you know, there's been a lot of solutions proposed, including of, you know, taking away guns and access to guns, mm-hmm. even access to certain kinds of guns or weaponry. But uh, in my opinion, based on all my years experience, uh, I, I do not see that as a single most, uh, most beneficial answer. Yeah, it's it's kind of um, the knee jerk, if you will, of and I hate to say the left, but that's the reality is, you know, this extreme case of guns are the problem, not people. And I will admit I was someone who thought that way. I was very, very frightened and scared of guns for many, many years. I thought they were dangerous. I thought only former military or policemen should be allowed to carry them. I don't believe that anymore um, because now I understand our constitutional right and that we should be allowed to have guns. But it, it is a mindset that's so ingrained in people where the, the mainstream media, the, the leftist in the government, the extreme, you know, governmental people have pushed this narrative that you know, if a gun is sitting in front of you, it could just shoot someone all by itself. That's literally the mindset that I had. Like, if a gun is around, I don't want to touch it because what if it shoots me? That doesn't make any sense, right? So I think right. this is a really important topic, particularly after this this manifesto was just released, because we have to understand that it goes back to the people. It goes back always to the person, the heart of the person, the condition of the person. And uh, that opens up all these other topics, you know, to, to talk about today. Well, it does. And I think people need to understand and, you know, go back to what our, our constitution is saying. I, I carry this around, by the way, this is a little pocket copy of the constitution. I mean, people think I'm crazy, but I, I do carry it around with me. And, and I thought it beneficial to actually read the second amendment, not just recite it, but just read it right out of the book, right out of the constitution, just to see what it says. A lot of people don't understand, Tanya, that the second amendment Of our 27, I might add, the Bill of Rights is the first 10 amendments, of course. But the Second Amendment is the only amendment that within the amendment gives the reason for the amendment. And here's what I mean by that. So I'm just going to read Second Amendment of uh, these United States Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, people get confused on that in various areas, Tanya. First of all, they say the militia. Well, that means the military. No, it clearly doesn't. It means the citizenry. I mean, you can go back historically, and I won't get into the big dissertation on what that means, but you can confirm that the militia in this case is not the military, but it is citizenry. Now, with that said, the answer as to why we have the Second Amendment is listed right after that being necessary to the security of a free state. A free state gives us the rights that we have within our rights. Look at Bill or or look at amendment number one. Uh, She'll make, we see amendment number one, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, the prohibiting of free exercise thereof. There's that word again, abridging the freedom of speech or the press, the right of people to peaceably assemble or to petition the government for redress of grievances. Mm. So in order to maintain what I just talked about, which everybody says we, we believe in that, we have to have the right to keep and bear arms. That's exactly what it says. And further, it says with that last ending 
sub-sentence shall not be infringed. That means don't change it, don't modify it. There's a period there, not a comma. And I find it fascinating, Tom, uh, Tanya, that when we look at this whole process, that people tend to think that this is not a definitive statement. And it is. And mm -hmm. we've got to go back and understand that that right there establishes something. And I didn't say we didn't going to have violence. Right. It didn't say we wouldn't have problems. And it didn't say you can't kill people with guns. Right. It said why we have the right to keep and bear arms. And that's a very, I mean, I, I know, again, like speaking from experience until I really understood what that said, there's a reason for that. Okay. And and then once we, I think once we get to a place where we can understand that that is um, the legal, really the the constitutional legality, the right and the, the way that it was created for us here in this nation, it, if we could just come to grips with that, we could move that out of the way and we could actually get to the root of what this problem really and truly is, which is the heart of the people. I agree with you. And um, people out there that say, you know, well, guns kill people. Well, again, I, I get it. You can kill people with guns. You know, I've seen it done and been in the presence of it happening, including self-inflicted gunshot wounds mm -hmm. right in front of my face. So here's what I'm getting at. You don't need guns to kill people. You go back to the very beginning of time, Genesis chapter four, you know, you had these two brothers. One got jealous of the other. One was named Cain and one was named Abel. Well, Cain got jealous of Abel and decided to kill him. Now, there was not guns at that point in time. I suppose there were rocks, there was bare hands, but no question, he killed Abel. And mm -hmm. ultimately, that was the very first murder. And then you go forward to the Ten Commandments when Moses you know, climbs up on Mount Sinai and gets that hand-inscribed stone of commandments from God. The sixth commandment, as I recall, is thou shalt not murder. So obviously the heart of mankind has within it the spirit of murder that came from the beginning of time after even the fall of man. So all that said, I mean, this is not oversimplifying things, but it is simplifying things. In the heart of man, which is the heart of this world, there is a heart of murder. Mm -hmm. And that means that all of us, whether we want to see seem all high and mighty and, you know, hyper spiritual, whatever, all of us, you, me, and everybody listening, has the spirit and heart of murder within us. Now, have we had a transformed heart based upon, uh, you know, experience with God? Yes. But that doesn't mean we're not capable of anything, both good and bad. Yeah. And, and that's such a good point because you think, you know, um, I don't know exactly where it is, but you know, in the word, it talks about like adultery. If you look on someone else's spouse, that in your heart longs after that, that's considered yeah. adultery. It's the same. If you think of anger, if you, if you wish someone dead, it's really very similar. People don't understand that. They want to fight that and go, that's not really what it meant. Well, it actually is what it meant. Yep. It's pretty clear. Um, and the hearts of people really and truly, especially in today's day and age, they're dark. They're evil. They yeah. they wish anger or they wish death on their enemies, right? Instead of praying for their enemies, instead of, and I get it. I'm not, I'm not, um, trying to make light of it. I understand that that's not an easy thing when you've got an enemy, when you've got people that are, are horrible to you. I mean, I think of, hmm. you know, when Jesus was in the garden and, uh, who is it? Is it Peter who comes and chops yeah. ear off Peter. of 
of one of the guys, right? One of the, the men that are actually coming to take Jesus. And Jesus stops, rebukes Peter, and heals this man who is literally there to bring him to his death. Yep. That story alone is mind-boggling as to yeah. really how we should be acting and reacting in this world. It is. And and I'll even go another one that's always struck me is, you know, Jesus is sitting at the last supper and he knows he's going to betray him, a dude named Judas, and he washes his feet. He washes the guy's dirt off of his stinky feet. And back in those days, we didn't have, you know, tennis shoes and good smelling insoles. No, they were walking around with sandals in the dirt. And so, you know, it, it's overwhelming that the ability to love people and forgive them. And you're right. Jesus did say, you know, even if you think upon wishing ill on somebody else, wish death upon them, you're just as good as doing it. I mean, but that's just confirmations that, you know, none of us can go through life and be holier than thou. And right. uh, if we, if we do, and this is what it boils down to, is you mentioned the left points, a narrative and, but I, I think it's really, maybe let me just use a play on words. When we leave God out, mm-hmm. there's a remaining narrative that results. And it, well, it doesn't matter if it's Republican, Democrat, Independent, you know, um, no labels. It, 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 it doesn't matter. If we don't have the presence and the peace of God, we don't have the opportunity to forgive like God. We don't have the opportunity to love like God. And what we have left over is utter destructive behavior that's at the very core nature of mankind. You mentioned the manifesto. You know, that it breaks my heart because yeah. this is what you have. Okay, we say, well, okay, that was a bad person. She was confused, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but time out a minute. That is all of us. That right there, that manifesto is all of us without the presence of God. And I'm not being preachy at all because I don't really pander or placate or even have time for religion. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the heart of mankind has got something missing. It's got a, it's got a void in it that only God can fill. And, and I don't know how that all works. Yeah. I just know that he filled the void up in my heart so that I can if I allow him to do it, I can look at somebody who hates my guts. They, there's many that do. Okay, cool. But I don't wish a meal. I do mm-hmm. not want. I won't. Because if I do, that murderous spirit can begin to cultivate and begin to plant, take root, and it, it yields a sinful behavior. Yeah. And that, you know, that manifesto, whether, and, and of course, there's a lot of discussion about, you know, where did it come from? Or the parents have come out and said that the police working with the parents have said, we did not release this. We have never even seen this. So, you know, I do want to be careful. Like, I I don't want to just make, I don't want people to think that, oh, this is verbatim because we don't know quite yet. And it does take time to really work those things out. Um, But it's with what is in there, it is very sad because somebody would have to get to a place where they have that much anger and hatred And really what we have to remember is when you've got that much anger and that much hatred, it's always based on a wound. There's always something that happened. So that little girl that, you know, and I, people probably don't understand how I can say this, but I have a prodigal daughter out there. And so I can say this, 
that was a little girl at one point. Audrey yeah. Hale was somebody's precious little girl that God created and had a plan for. And right. this was not part of the plan for her life that God ordained. Like that's what we have to remember with this. Instead of villainizing, um, did she make a bad choice? Yes. Did she, but has anyone stopped to go, what happened to her? Mm-hmm. What I mean, I, I remember seeing the pictures of her bedroom. It looked very much like pictures of my daughter's bedroom. So, and I know for a fact that, that, that any of us are capable of this level of evil. And that's not the way my daughter was raised. What she's doing is not how I raised her. Those aren't the values we put in her. People have choices and there are traumas and there are wounds and those wounds and traumas, instead of getting healed like we're we're not seeing our government or our everyday culture saying let's dig in and go why why are you doubting your sex i mean why are you doubting that you're a female like you're in a female body that you have everything about you that's female what is it that's causing you to doubt that let's dive in and let's see what that might be and then let's go from there they're going yes you're right even if they go i don't know i just don't feel good today in my body that's because you shouldn't be a female. So let's just give you a bunch of drugs. Let's give you some free surgeries and then you're going to be fine. And in the meanwhile, they're pumping these girls with testosterone, which is going to make their anger and their level of, you know, lashing out through the roof. Yeah. You know, and then we're, we're seeing the government point fingers. And again, even with the manifesto, it is difficult because it's still painted in the, well, the transgender's life. Now, I've done enough research that the majority in that lifestyle, they are very unhappy. They really are because of the drugs, because of the trauma, because of everything else. So, um, but all of that to say, we've got to look at the root. Now, before we came on, you were also talking about red flag laws. What yeah. is that? Let's let's address that a little bit as well. Well, a lot of people don't really know what they are. And, and so a lot of people under the premise of saying, well, let's just remove some guns and, and, and that'll probably help. If, if Audrey wouldn't have had guns, would she have done that? Well, we, we can't say yes. We can't say no. Cause hindsight is 2020, as we say, and obviously yeah. let us remember before I describe what red flag laws are is the greatest mass murders of our time have occurred with uh, fertilizer and airplanes. Mm. So, People are going to find a way to commit crimes. Now, with that said, um, red flag laws, they're in, you know, double digit states right now that and what they are is laws that have been acted by the state that would say something like this. If, if I am in the presence of Tanya Joy and I hear you say something like, man, you know, I'm going to go shoot this school up over here. I'm just sick of these these teachers. I'm sick of the administration. I'm sick of the student, whatever you do. Well, I'm just hypothetically throwing something out there. Well, I then can call law enforcement and say, listen, I have a person here who's threatened uh, mass violence and, sh- and I know she has guns. I've seen them. Okay. Law enforcement can come to the home under this red flag law, seize those weapons for a period of time, the person then is given a summons to appear in court within a period of time, whether it be 10 days or two weeks or whatever. And obviously at that point, the person can go plead their case so that the guns are seized as 
sort of a held and evidentiary situation. Now, the person also might or might not be involuntarily committed for mental health in these situations if they've made threats and I, as the witness, would be willing to sign what's called an affidavit and saying I did indeed hear these things, right? And so with that said, uh, some would say, well, that's the answer. I, I don't think that is the answer, but I do get it because there's some quote-unquote rationale behind that idea. But here's the flip side of that one. And, I, and these were around in part when I was in law enforcement for a while. The flip side of this is they can be abused. For example, if same situation. You have guns. I don't like it. You broke up with me and I'm mad at you. I just want to make your life miserable and a little bit of hell in your life. I'm going to say that you said you're going to kill me mm. and you have guns and their law enforcement is going to come to your house and maybe grab you, get you locked up for mental evaluation and take your guns away and cost you attorney bills. And you got to go back to court and prove your innocence. So we can see how that could be mm. used as a tool. And so the, the naysayers would go, well, you know, at least we saved one life. Well, right. that, that could be true. Potentially, I'll give you that. But what about ruining others? Because even with the spirit of murder that we talked about earlier, there's also a dishonest spirit. Right. The same spirit of murder that wants to hurt somebody was the spirit I just dictated to you because of my hatred to you and want to make your life miserable because you broke up with me. Right. See? Yeah. And that's, um, you know, again, it goes back to a heart issue because yeah. when we know that we've, you know, and we do know this, this, this anger and this level of, of hatred within people's hearts, it's not just in the ones that are going and, and shooting at schools. It's no. also in the police realm. It's also in the teachers. It's all, it's everywhere. It's, it's something that's infiltrated into our culture right now. That's what makes it so difficult to know how do we handle these things and how do we address them because we are watching this increase at such an alarming rate. What would you say, like, what do you think is one of the best things that we can be doing to really kind of fight this and, and bring this out for, for people as a solution? Well, I'm I'll point out one thing and I'll give you the answer to that. What I think um, obviously our politicians right now that are absolutely just acting like a bunch of children and wishing death on each other. I don't care where you're from. That's the same spirit, you know, uh, this retribution, weaponizing whoever to attack, whoever that's just wishing death on somebody, man. The bottom line is we have a system that's designed to punish criminal intent, right? Criminal, um, you know, commissions of crimes, our system is the best we have in the world. I don't know if there's another system out there. I don't know a better one, right, where the jury of your peers could really decide something, which that's better than just one judge deciding something, right? Mm -hmm. So with that said, here's what I think the answer is. And again, I stood in the political circles. I've stood in the criminal circles, you know, in law enforcement. I've been in jails. I've been in court, city, uh, state, municipal, and federal. And obviously, now what I do is I deal with health issues all the time, including mental health. Um, I think the answer resides in several things. Number one, I think we need to learn to listen more to mm. people, give them a, the ability to speak and quit cutting them off. For example, with Audrey Hale, I'll just use her, God rest her soul, I hope. you know, um, If she's in my office, I'm going to listen to her. I'm not going to invalidate her. I'm not going to deride her. I'm not going to judge her. 
because I don't know the pain she's going through. And remember, inward pain is outward expression many times, whatever it is. And so I'm going to listen more. I think that's number one. Uh, use our two ears twice as much as we use our one mouth. I think that's the rule for everybody. Uh, number two, I think that we need to um, learn to really define and live out the epitome of love once again. Uh, loving people, even if they don't agree with you. Loving people, even if they hate you. And don't wish death on anybody else. And number three, and this might seem overly broad, but we need to acknowledge God's presence in our lives. We need to acknowledge God's presence as a country. Our country chose God. And because our country chose God, God chose to bless this country. And those three little basic foundational pieces, I, I don't see modeled out right now much at all from really any of our governing bodies or leadership bodies, even even big church. I don't see it there. I don't see it big mm-hmm. pharma medicine or even big government or even big education. And that that's a tragedy. We're always going to have differences, Tanya, all of us. We're going to have differences. The differences that we have is the is really the the catalyst that birthed this land that we call the, the United States of America. It's people that even though we didn't all disagree and we might come from different backgrounds, color, races, descents, cultures, uh, we can sit down at a table and listen, love each other, acknowledge that uh, we all need God. Yeah, that's so true. That that listening is a big one right now. Um, and and you know, sometimes I'll say this to my kids when we're talking about things where they're like, "I don't want to hear it." You know, that you're, mm-hmm. you know, that the uh, because of course I'm extreme with you know all the stuff that we're doing and trying to wake people up, and it does make it more difficult. The more you know, yeah. The harder it is because you do, uh, you, you know, you don't want to, I don't personally just want to sit and know all this evil stuff. I want to wake other people up with it. You know what I mean? But one thing that I've started to say to them, I'm like, look, if we could get to the place where we can take our beliefs and, and you don't have to get rid of them, put them on a shelf and have a conversation and be willing to listen and have the conversation. And at the end, if you go, yeah, I, I just don't agree with that. You can take yours back. <laughs> you didn't take, you didn't get rid of them. You can just take okay. them right back and go, no, I'm going to stick with this. But it, you also may get to the point where you go, I didn't consider that. And I'm going to take that nugget and I'm going to add it to what I believe and to what, what I stand for. Right. Of course, yeah. if it's biblical, I mean, I am a stickler. We got to stick to what the Bible says about things. Um, but that alone fr- would free so many people up to mm-hmm. consider what's out there, to consider other people's opinions because right now we are so black and white, but we're also so torn in every area. I mean, we, we have never seen this before in our lifetime anyway of such division and um, divisive actions and reactions and thoughts. And I will throw in, I'm very excited about the speaker of the house. I do think that hopefully that he's going to make a difference. At least he really seems to be a a man of God and a man who's willing to stand for the truth of God and not compromise. We'll see. Hopefully he stays that way, but that is at least a, a positive to, to be able to throw into the mix of everything that's going on within our government. Now, 
on the other side of just the health, I do want to make sure we let everybody know how to reach you and all the wonderful things that you and, and Michelle offer with the clinic, as well as even if you're not there in personal in person, you don't have to be in Tulsa to work with them. I'm not in Tulsa no. and, I, and I work with Dr. Mark and Michelle all the time. So let everybody know about that and all the things they can find from the clinic. Well, I like people to understand that we cover all bases of health, physical, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, even financial. Uh, physical health is not limited to taking a pill. That's far from that. No, we have that, but we deal with the seven pillars of health, physical, which is going to be nutritional, sleep, stress management, movement. Uh, we deal with uh, genetics, hormones, and peptides. All of those things we are uh, really uh, gifted in, I'll say, as God gives us glory. We come up with kingdom fuel, kingdom candy, kingdom cup, these sustainable food and drink commodities that are really designed to give people health. And uh, obviously we wrap that all up in the nice spiritual and emotional sort of blanket. And people can reach us at Sherwood.tv, be the number four A. And, and I really hope people will reach out to that because um, there's people listening right now that need some help. And you've been looking in the wrong places. And it's like that old song, looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, you've been looking for health in all the wrong places. And I really encourage you to reach out uh, with prayer, you know, with peace, whatever. And I think you'll find that um, health is not that hard to attain. It's not that expensive to attain. And it's not that hard and expensive to maintain and even take to another level. So we just hope you reach out. Yeah. And I mean, I'm one who's always talking about the peptides. Mm -hmm. I love my peptides. Amazing. And, um, but I also love my vitamins. In fact, my, my multivitamin is on its way today. I just was talking to Jacob earlier today. So, you know, my daily, our daily vitamins, the things that you just need on a regular basis. When you go over to the websites, I have had people reach out and go, well, I can't find that. Well, yeah. there's certain things like the peptides or like some of these other kinds of products that you're going to need to reach out to them direct. Right. It doesn't matter. Go to the same website, Sherwood.tv forward slash B4A, and you'll find the phone number on there. And you just call the phone number. Everybody is very friendly over there. And tell them that you saw this or heard this on the Tanya Joy Show and that you want to reach out. And you can do that again. Like they, Dr. Mark said, they will have consultations with you. They'll sit and talk with you. And, you know, something that I guess I always am trying to remind people, until you take the step, to just make the call. I mean, I could run out of my vitamins and I could just keep going day after day and go, oh, I forgot that. Oh yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, guess what? Then I run out of my vitamins and then all of a sudden I fall sick. Well, that's normal. That's how we mm -hmm. are in all areas of life. So take the step and just call them and put it on your to-do list and just be consistent and be um, diligent in that because if you take those first steps, you will see the results. Yeah. You're not going to see results if you don't take those first steps. So I just wanted to make sure we threw that in as well. Um, but yeah, this was a fascinating conversation. Is there anything else you would like to leave everybody with related to all this? No, I think, you know, people, we need to take the first step in the right directions uh, in all these areas, our health and uh, the way we address issues in society, Tanya. And I think the what you said is profound. A baby doesn't learn to walk until they take the first step and maybe fall down a few times, but they eventually learn to run. We need to have some runners in life. We need to have some people that are going forward in life and not getting stuck sitting down somewhere without even trying to take the first step. So I think that's probably the theme of the show. Take 
the first step. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's vital. Well, thank you, Dr. Mark, so much for joining us today. Um, it's always a pleasure. I love our wellness wisdom. And um, so thank you again, everybody. We just want to end with um, our scripture of the day. This is a new thing that I'm, I'm trying to add to the show. So today is James 1, 19 to 21. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. Thank you again for watching. You can always find out more about me and the show at tanyajoy.tv. And please make sure that you watch us, join us daily at 414. You can find us on Rumble, Clout Hub, on our Facebook page, on our exclusive network, the Blessed News Network. We love them over there. And um, yeah. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us via email, thetanyajoyshow at gmail.com. And we do have snail mail, which is P.O. Box 924, McHenry, Illinois, 60050. God bless you all. Thanks for joining. And we will see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.